I'm Maddie. I'm Ryan. And this is The Mutant Ages, a show where we watch every adaptation of the X-Men. And sometimes we even do a normal intro to the show. It's been a while, but we just did one. Congrats oh, to I us. I was going to say, like, was this not normal? And I just like didn't no, understand. No, we're I was like, nailing are you going to keep so in far? something we pre-recorded and I just don't remember what we just talked about? Yeah, we were talking about how Elmer Fudd is gay for a while, but none of that is going to be in the show. It's all going to be edited out. Okay. Anyway, we're watching the Wolverine anime. And we're on to episode two. Cue up the Chainsaw Man theme song right now. <laughs> yeah, what if that became our new intro song? That would be badass. Back when we were young, we experienced a change. We felt a power grow in us, both wonderful and strange. The power to care about the X-Men and the mutant brotherhood. putting it over everything i already did that i took it and i, I put it yeah, in Adobe okay, so Premier. are you putting that on the mutant ages social media channels because so ryan as promised yeah, in the last episode edited together the chainsaw man opening theme song opening credits theme song and put it over the wolverine anime opening I credits put it on and the Twitter. honestly they they kind of match up i mean in so far as you know it, they're both cool music um, it fits pretty well. I mean, I I had sort of forgotten how long and how messy and non melodic the Wolverine anime opening was until I put it into our episode, uh, and then I was like, "Wow, there's like nothing in this song. Like it's just noise. <laughs> like it's like barely. It's like a guitar solo for like thirty seconds." Are, are, you're talking so I'm about- saying the Chainsaw Man song is better, and they needed to replace okay. it. That's, that's what that's I'm saying. That's all I need to ask. Okay, so when I edited that together, though, I actually cut the Chainsaw Man theme in half because the Chainsaw Man. Well, of me, course. Yeah, it's way long. Oh, yeah, it's like, I, I mean, it, it's crazy to think that we thought anime openings were long in the early 2000s compared to what they are now, which is mm-hmm. like. Now it's like a full two and a half minute song that you're like watching a music video for. Okay, but with Chainsaw Man, I actually, that was one of the few situations where I watched the full opening every time because it's really good. Mm -hmm. I did not do that with the Wolverine anime because it's just like Logan slashing at the camera and like people like throwing swords around and then then there'd be like an occasional shot of Yukio's ass and I was like... Yeah, I'm kind of good. It's very Lupin the Third. (laughs) (laughs) I had to skip around this time because this episode starts like back a step and like re-shows us stuff we already seen, but not in like a previously on the X-Men way more in just like a slow moving anime way where like it opens up it shows us wolverine and shingen fighting again shows wolverine getting hit with the purple goo on the part of mariko's fiance like it it shows a lot of that stuff i don't know maybe you skipped past it and just went i did straight in but <laughs> i, I rewatched part of it because i was like is this is this going to show me something new no 
It's just it's just slightly different shot composition, but the same series of events. I love that Todd has put this in your head now since the <laughs> X-Men anime. Oh and he God. was like, did you notice the slight changes in the opening Okay, each time? but I and didn't like, do that. I didn't do that. Todd is going to have to watch this anime and let us know what he thinks about it. He's going to notice all kinds of things. Todd does not need to watch this anime. He's not missing anything. Okay, I, I strongly <laughs> agree, but also I do want to know what he thinks of it. So there's that. Okay, well, I will say that this entire episode even though it's called Wolverine, he's like barely in this episode. He's unconscious for like 60% He is of unconscious it. for the entirety of this episode. <laughs> like, Although the show title is Wolverine, but the individual episode title is Yukio. And I'll give them credit. This episode is about Yukio. Last week's episode was not about Mariko, but this week <laughs> does actually have Yukio in it and gives us some of her backstory. So I'll take it. I'm curious, is it going to be like the actual Yukio backstory where she's working for Shingen? Because they've added in like well, this whole other component yeah. where her mother and her parents were also assassins. I feel like they changed it because in this version, her backstory is that her mom was an assassin working for Shingen and she is against him from the start, which I'm pretty sure isn't her backstory. And that she, as you said, was working for Shingen herself. I gotta herself. read it again. I, I mean, I, I just know you wrote it up for this week's episode. I right? just, I just did the whole character research on it, just to make sure I missed, I didn't miss anything. Yep. I did not see anything about that. But like, it would be interesting if she still turned out to be sort of like, oh, like if she did a double cross. Yeah. Well, we can talk about that when we get to her character spotlight later in the episode. Or her mom yeah. is her. Yeah, well, I actually thought, <laughs> I mean, I'll skip ahead and say, I actually thought it was really cool that they had her mom be the one who was the assassin as well. And they yeah. don't mention her dad, although I think she says both of her parents are dead at Shingen's hands, but she doesn't mention her dad's job. So her dad's just some guy married to a hot assassin lady. I thought that was kind of fun, especially given how much we were lambasting the show last week for being sexist against Mariko. I was like, all right, this show's actually introducing a pretty cool yeah. backstory for Yukio and for her mom. Her mom's dead, but her mom was the one with the cool assassin job. I thought it was an interesting subversion of expectations. So there's that at least. And Yukio's fucking cool, so I don't know. I do enjoy her. She definitely is bringing on like full lesbian look. Except, oh, totally. Except they they are already are like setting that up to be like, well, but what if she fell in love with Logan? And I was like, is she? She though? still okay. seems kind of gay to me, though. Like even she in seems kind of gay to me in the sense that like Logan says things, and every single time he does, Yukio's like, "Are you really an idiot? Like what?" <laughs> She's kind of fed up. Yeah, she's like, she's falling out of of lust with him over the course of talking to him. She's like, ever since you woke up, I've realized how dumb you are. So she was like, she was like, you were kind of hot when you were sleeping and kept trying to slowly reach out and touch your face. But don't like, I, you know, that's like a whole scene that happens that multiple times. Yeah, she strokes his face and his chest while he's sleeping beauty on her couch. Yeah. We're really I, going out of order here. Do we have anything previously on the X-Men you want to say other than like recharacterizing the version of Logan on this show? I feel like we need to do that. Yeah, okay. Previously on the X-Men, watch the Wolverine the movie. The end. Okay, what actually happened <laughs> Kinda, <yeah>. is <laughs> Logan has been recruited by his ex-boyfriend in the Japanese... I forget what it's called. I looked it up last week. That, But basically, they're CIA to... Asano. Infiltrate... Asano. Yeah, Asano has... Infil- is like, you need to infiltrate this Japanese gang. It happens to be the same gang That's that... That's kidnapped your lover, ex-lover, ex-GF. Well, I don't... Yeah, yeah. lover she, is strong. Logan <laughs> did not know that Mariko was kidnapped. He, we don't really fully understand what happened between Mariko and Logan in the six flashbacks they had shown us. You know, it's funny because you'd think Logan would know she was kidnapped because the only scene we see of them together is her getting kidnapped. And yet, I know, right? 
a year later when Asano finds Logan, he's like, hey, did you know Mariko's been kidnapped? For like a full year by her father? I just realized like just now that that makes no sense. Like, why wasn't Logan like, yeah, I know. I just wasn't sure where she is or what I was supposed to do about it. He was too busy hanging out on the rooftops of New York City with like Goliath the Gargoyle and other Like throwing Disney beer characters. cans at people. I don't know what the hell he was doing. Like, like he- what was he doing for a year? Just jacking off and being like, it's too bad I don't have a girlfriend anymore because she was kidnapped by scuba divers. Okay, like, wait, what? but hold on, Maddie. I don't know if you saw this. I was looking at the Wikipedia page. Wikipedia! <laughs> I was looking at the Wikipedia page for this anime, yeah. and I was looking at the voice cast. I was trying to figure out who the fuck this guy is that shows up at the end of the episode. He's made up for the show. Yes, he is. I, I thought that was, oh, I'm so excited to talk about him. Oh, me too. He, because He's basically Sephiroth crossed with Sabretooth, but go on. <laughs> yeah, I did notice that, and also that there is a character in Chainsaw Man who literally has the same power set where like swords come out of his hands. Well, because uh, it's like the <laughs> coolest concept ever. What if you had a katana inside your arm? Don't think about it. Your arm couldn't bend. Yeah, I know. Don't think about it. Like when his when his his katana is sheathed, he has to just hold his arms perfectly straight. Is it yeah? Is it an adamantium katana? Do we even know? According to the fan wiki, yes, it's an adamantium katana. Okay, all right, hold on. I I have to go back to what I was saying before where I was looking in the cast and I noticed it said Scott Summers slash Cyclops episodes five and six. What? (laughs) Wait, Scott's on this show? I guess. So is this what Logan's been doing this whole time is fucking Scott? (laughs) Wait, how does he know Scott? When does he meet him? I feel like I don't understand when in Logan's life this show takes place and they're doing nothing to help us. Like, is he an X-Man? Is he, does he know Xavier? Does he met Gene? Like, we don't have anything. Uh, well, I mean, we might get some of that background when he shows up. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. I think he's voiced by the same guy that did him in the X-Men anime. But that's even weirder can... because Steve Bloom isn't voicing Logan in this. Yeah, it's Scott Porter. I mean, it's Scott, Scott, Scott Porter. Yeah, that is his name, Scott Porter. I just thought I mixed it up because their names were both Scott. It's wait, okay, but no, he goes by Scott Porter, but his name's actually Matthew. All right, anyway, uh, okay, all right, we we need to like not be all over the place. I just have so many things to say about this episode. Okay, I know, so me basically, too. Me too. we need to just go through it. The end of the episode involved Logan breaking into. Uh, what's the name of the game that Shingen runs? It's called Kazudio, but who cares? We just call it the Yakuza. Like, it's fine, yeah, whatever. It's, 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 an, it's a Japanese game. It's a Japanese word for dragon of some kind. They spent the final 16 minutes of that episode, because the first four were flashbacks with Mariko. The final 16 were like Logan having a sword fight with Shingen. And- Wait, but a wooden sword fight, a practice sword fight. Not real katanas. Well, because he kept on dying and coming back to life, and Shingen is like trying to fight him. And yes, okay, but then a guy in a white suit shows up. This guy is Hideki, which is Hideki, who is the fiance of Mariko, who Mariko is being sold off to in marriage because her dad made a deal with this guy, and Mariko has okay. no civil rights of any Hold kind. Hold on. <laughs> he's like at the very beginning of this episode, like, so he's gay. like. By the way, I mean, like, it's going to be the first scene. Yeah, I was like, last week we were asking where the gay characters are the queer coding. This guy is. They're in this episode. Oh, my God. He's queer coded and really, I mean, he's like a villain queer coded. He's so gay. Yeah. This is crazy to me that they did this shit. He's basically mastermind from the X-Men anime again. No, this is like way worse. This is like this dude who is like, I am going to be your husband, girlfriend. (laughs) And he's like, there's a scene where he's literally filing his nails. I'm like, this is all just like queer coding. I don't know. Is this what we were doing in 2012? Were we like, oh, the apocalypse didn't happen. So we're going to go back to this shit. (laughs) 
I don't know. So this guy is nominally surrounding himself with women, as we've seen in the the flashback in the previous episode where we saw him in the bar with like a ton of uh, women. But he's gay. Uh, so that's really all we need to know about Hideki. His real name's actually Gary Oak, and he's just grown up, <laughs> oh and now God. he's this dude. Gary Oak is back. Um, so Hideki injects Logan with this purple goo that like debilitates Logan completely, and then Shingen gets really pissed off. This is the outset of this episode, is Shingen being like, what the fuck? Why did you inject Logan with this shit? You just fucked up the entire fight. It was a fair fight up till now. And meanwhile, I'm in the background like it actually wasn't because Logan's immortal. (laughs) So you never, ever could beat him. So it's pointless for you to try. I don't know what the deal is. Did Shingen just want Logan to kill him? Like, is that the subtext here? Is that he's like, I can't give up until I'm dead? I think this is like this whole battle for honor thing that was happening in Wolverine the enemy. But it doesn't matter because he gets all pissy. He's like, you ruined the battle. And it had to be me versus him to kill him. Single combat, man to man. Yeah. But anyway, you can kill him anyway. And I was like, what? Like, Yeah. Because she can like two seconds later is like, just like, he's like, yeah, you can take him anyway. And I was like, well, He just gives him to Hideki. He's like, yeah, I don't even give a shit anymore. Go butt fuck him in the corner. I don't care. And just like walks away. And Hideki. He's like, it'll be a pleasure. He won't be so appealing when he's in pieces because he's appealing to me currently. (laughs) And there's a slow pan over Logan's butt. Like Like, literally. Well, I mean, there's a moment where Hideki, before like uh, Shingen gets all pissy with it, where he's like, he's like, hey, I shot you with this goo. Now you can kill him. And then Shingen goes to kill him and then he doesn't. And Hideki's like... I don't even understand why you didn't kill him. And that's when he has like his whole little pissy right, thing. Right, but he right, does, right, right. he does pretend to for a second. And then she gets like, it's not fair. He does. You're right. He does have a shot of pretending like he's going to kill Logan. He also orders the guards to take Mariko out of the room before this happens. Yeah. Because again, Mariko has no, she doesn't exist. She's like removed from scenes by force. This is crazy. It's not good. I mean, Asano and his agents are also watching this and Asano's like, my boyfriend. And it's like, okay, guys. Yeah, so Asana's still kind of like using these spy cams to watch all this footage. Yeah, then- and he's like, "Oh no, Logan passed out and and is being carried away." And there's like 16 separate shots of Logan getting put in the back of a car, like a trunk of a car. Okay, wait, it's really it's so funny long. though because they hog tie him with his ass up and then shove him in the car. I'm yep. like, I don't know why you had to do it that way, but all right. I, it's so slow too and gratuitous. It really, really is. And Hideki's like looking at his butt a little bit, and I'm yep. like. This guy's gay. Like, yeah. I and don't then, know what else to tell you. This man is not a heterosexual. Not straight. But we need to pretend that he is. So we have Hideki quickly drop by Mariko's room where she's like alone on her knees praying or whatever. And she's like, I, who the fuck is happening I don't here? Know. She's like, what will happen to Logan? And he's like, Logan, that bitch is going to get <laughs> dead. And then I'm going to marry you. And he's like snapping his fingers and twirling. And Mariko's like, oh no, I'm Marcus so scared like, and- of this predator. It's like, Mariko, that man's not going to touch you. That's not like, even what she he's does. Never gonna okay, Mariko's Mar- line here, excuse me, Mariko's line here is, <gasps> That's it. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Silly me. I made it sound like she had an actual line there. She does. You're, yeah, you're you're giving this this show credit. It's like I'm like, no, she doesn't even have a line. She goes, <gasps> yeah. Like, and Hideki's like, I'm so excited to pick the flowers and colors for our wedding. <laughs> She's like, <gasps> that. That's when he like gets into his his private limousine and starts it's filing, filing his, his nails. nails. And yeah. then Asano, who is like the Japanese counterpart to Nick Fury, who is like, I need to find Logan. 
and he runs off by himself and his coworkers are like, what the fuck is going on? And Asano's like, I know I've got Logan into this mess. I've got to get him out and like takes off in a red sports car by himself. And um, his two coworkers are like, Asano's crazy. Let's follow him. And we see them later. So so then we see some initial D animations of like Asano in his car and like Hideki in his car. I am so happy you wrote initial D because I, I also did. wrote initial D. I was like, oh my God, cue up the music. I feel like you need to put some initial D music into this episode. We I- may as well because nothing happens in the episode yet again. So it's like, we may as well throw some music Okay, in. I remember, I'm sorry, I'm going to completely go off the rails already because that's what the viewing ages is all about. Hi listeners, anybody that's like, why are they getting distracted? Directed all the time. Well, ADD does that. So let's explain initial D. Let's get into it. No, we're not going to explain initial <laughs> D. I just think about because I, I I'm thinking about the initial D music going as they're like having this little road race that we're about to watch, and yep. I'm just like, I remember one point, uh, Rye, the other Rye who's been on Rye our show, the person who may Rye have written T. this entire anime when he was 13 years old. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like Rye's eventually going to listen to this and show. included an initial D reference on the show because he's a big fan of initial D. Yes, continue. <laughs> like, I, we were like 19, 20 maybe tops, and like sure. this is back when you would like download episodes of anime to your computer by completely legal ways because mm-hmm. that's how sure, you did things back then, uh, and. He sent me like this like hour long video from the initial D like season finale TV show. And I was like, it's like, watch how crazy this race is. And like all the music is so good. And it was like a full 45 minutes of just like CG cars, like racing around. <laughs> and it was probably it's like, like, it's like 240p resolution. Like oh just my God, so was, bad. Every song, I didn't even know it was different songs because it all sounded the same. It was like. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I can't. That's you, what I mean, you, you have tell, to put. This is like the equivalent of you sending me the Game & Watch music and being like, Maddie, isn't this so good? It's like the Rye D <laughs> version of that is like sending us like really low res videos of this is the kind of thing people did in this era guys you would send each other it would take hours to upload it and you would send a file to a friend of something that you thought was really cool and then your friend would drag you for the next 20 years of your life over it and you would deserve it Oh anyway, so that's what I'm hearing when I'm watching this scene is like the music <laughs> from that that thing he sent me. I, I, you really have to put an example of initial D music. Will. Pick something; it all sounds the same. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I'll I just pick, I'll pick the one initial D song that'll be playing here. It's like it's crazy. Like it's like it's like Japanese techno that's like unique to initial D period. It's mm-hmm. like in 2006. I don't know. Anyway, uh, one of the agents is like sitting there well so hideki's car well because asano's chasing oh, oh, after oh, hideki yeah, yeah, yeah. In, the, in the in the initial d race and like this <laughs> and other, other agent agents who, was with who work with asano are like we got to follow him like well, what the fuck is going on this guy's obsessed with logan yeah i know they're like what the fuck's gonna happen he's gonna get himself killed like and i they're like it's quiet here let's go let's go follow him which mm-hmm. is, is unfortunate because i wonder if these agents are gonna be evil because like i had the exact same thought during this scene because i thought it was really suspicious and I was like, I are these agents too. secretly working for the Yakuza? Like, I was legit confused. And then I was like, wait, no, this show's too stupid. They're not going to be a twist. Like, what am I okay, doing? Okay. There, <laughs> it's going to be some kind of twist because, spoiler alert, Asano's going to die and we don't know who kills him. So That is a good point. You know? Asano dies in this episode. Spoilers. 
Anyway, but I feel like it's not really a spoiler because the last episode I was like, I cut what that out. Gisotto? But there was a really go, funny oh. part of last week's episode where Ryan and I both accidentally read the entirety of the fan wiki about Asano and both read at the same time that he dies. And we were both we like, say, whoopsie, and didn't we, we say did, it. We but both say, we're like, knew we're like that what the other had read it. Oh, we probably shouldn't say that here. <laughs> they were like, long pause. I almost left it in because I didn't uh, realize that Asano dies so quickly in episode two. So well, it's like not much of a spoiler. I know. But I didn't want our listeners to be stressed out. So now you can just enjoy the comedy. Logan is really sad, though, about it later. But, like, yes. we're not even there yet. So I know. Anyway, we get to go back to Mariko where she's, like, having, a, like, a fucking monologue. She's talking to herself and she's like, it sucks so bad that I can't be with Logan. She's looking at Wah. the fucking moon. She's like, I lost him and I, he finally came back to me and now I lost him again. I was like, this is a great scene. And I'm like, no, you didn't because he can't die, Mariko. Why do you think you're losing him again? He cannot die. As she's looking at the moon, like you see those sparkly teardrops in anime, like mm-hmm. s- like fade off her face into evaporation yep, yep, somehow, yep. and then it goes straight back to initial D. It's like I'm like, oh my god, this is like really jarring the way that they're filming this all together. So we go back to the cars. Um, Hideki's car. Also, it sounds like entertaining because we're like, isn't. oh yeah, there's like no, a street okay. race and like Mariko's talking to the moon. This is actually incredibly boring. That's the problem with our first episode about this show, which I really enjoyed editing because I kept laughing. But like the actual episode of television is not good. And I don't want people to be fooled and think that this is good as well. It is so bad. You should really just listen to us recapping it. This is, uh, this is crazy, by the way, because- We love Logan. We love X-Men, and yet we can't stand this. Like, it's so dumb. I was thinking the other day when I was in the shower, because that's when you have the best ideas, when you're, like, in yes, the shower. Yes, true. This is when I've been planning the the Logan and Sabretooth show that I'm writing for Disney+. Plus. <laughs> Sorry, Yeah, it's going. also when I've been planning this, like, <laughs> special episode we're going to do after the anime. Spoilers, <laughs> but, like, anyway, so I was, like, in the shower. Spoilers, Asano dies. Spoilers. Wait, what? Asano dies? Senator Asano is dead? <laughs> Senator Asano. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, okay, I don't remember what is you, you derailed so far that I don't even remember. What this is why was. it's bad when we record episodes at night because uh, like some I'm so tired. Thought that I had to share with everybody. Oh, it was really and, like, important. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Anyway, well, I guess. Okay, I guess I'll just go back. Oh no, I do remember now. Okay. Oh my god, guys. <laughs> was it about Knuckles? No, Knuckles was not there this time. Uh, yeah, the, the the important thought is like, should I start doing Sonic Sundays on my Twitch stream? No, was okay. this seriously what, I'm gonna... what the important? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Listeners, please write into the meeting ages at gmail.com and respond Tell to my personal Ryan, question about if my he personal should do Twitch. Sonic Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what I was gonna say is that like <laughs> this show is so. I mean, because there's nothing, there's no, like, value to, to this anime. And We're I was thinking like about it. We're already, like, halfway through the episode. That's the hilarious part. But keep, keep going. <laughs> well, I was like, you know, until the, until Disney slash Kevin Feige decides to, like, not only release the cartoon they're working on or whatever cartoons they're going to make, and until they're, like, in the MCU and make some more content... We've like hit this point in X Men media where like there's nothing good left. Oh yeah. Well, okay. I actually really like Legion. I do too, but like. But you're right. Nothing else is gonna Legion, be any good. The, the Legion show really truly has almost nothing to do with the X Men because it's just off in its own universe. It is fun to watch, but the gifted is also gonna be like. 
it's crazy because the gifted are like 45 minute episodes where shit like barely happens in that too and i'm just like yeah like the political value of the the stuff we used to analyze is like gonzo i know like we used to talk we used to have like multi-hour episodes about x-men tas which is like a 23 minute children's show (laughs) and we would like have so much to say about it and like now we can barely come up with stuff to say about the anime i don't is this really okay we're getting too negative we need to we need to get back no 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 it's not negative i mean i my my point being is that i'm having fun it is fun it's a dumb anime but it is a lot of fun to watch i don't want people not to watch this listening to us being like wow it sounds kind of bad i'm like it is but it's also like super campy so it is really fun and i am laughing a lot and like i'm enjoying it yeah but unlike the x-men anime which of course we do recommend this isn't streaming on youtube it's i don't think it's streaming anywhere but maybe somebody will find it it's on like daily motion and like places like that if you want to find it for free yeah i mean like streaming with the streaming world is a fucking mess right now it's gonna be at about the same quality level of of that initial d video that righty had um but that's fine you know i'm sure if you (laughs) wait long enough you can rent each episode individually for 25 dollars each um i don't think anyway. this is i don't think that's worth it i did consider that but i i didn't buy no, it No, i wouldn't oh my god hell no i would not do that okay so here's what hideki does with logan's hogtied body after this is insane this doesn't even make fucking sense so i he, don't even know like so why stupid. he thinks this is gonna work it won't work logan would survive this and it's stupid that asano doesn't think that like everyone is so worried about logan and i'm like he would be fine. So like these two Yakuza guys who work for Hideki drag Logan over to the train tracks. A train is coming. They pour a bunch of alcohol on him so that the train will run him over and he'll his body will be found later and they'll think it's just a dead drunk guy. This wouldn't work. Logan would just regenerate. Like, like okay, what? so even if you've turned off his healing factor. You can't really do that. Like, okay, maybe the purple goo slowed it down, but like it's Logan. It'll just take him another six months. He'll be back. Like, it's so stupid. Yeah. Whatever. So, like, Isano is in the bushes watching this. There's also multiple shots of the train coming, by yeah, the way. Yeah, of course. I, and a, I feel like, oh, he's in the bushes, by the way. He is in the bushes. <laughs> Everyone's in the bushes. It's just like when Logan was in the bushes last episode, next to Mr. Sinister, who's also in the bushes. And, like, Asano is, like, gasping, and he's like, oh, no, Logan's definitely going to die from this. Oh, no. And it's like, Asano, you're going to die in like two scenes. Didn't you read the fan wiki? And he has no idea. Um, There's a really long shot of the Yakuza guys pouring alcohol on Logan. I'm like skipping through my notes. The evil Thomas the Tank engine train is coming. Okay. Okay. But then who should save him but a sexy cat suit mysteriously in the shadows appears. Who is this? I mean, this? we we th- we have decided it's a cat suit, but you really can't tell. It's like you a can in like you can in like him. one shot. You see her butt. I think it's clear. Yeah, I, I would say, say it's clear. It's a, a woman at the very least. Right. I mean, you could definitely be like, okay, I've seen the opening to this anime. That's clearly whoever. Yeah, the fuck but you, that yeah, is. you're making a good point. We we haven't yet been introduced to Yukio, so we have no reason to believe that she's a good guy, bad guy. We don't know anything about her, but we do at least see. It's a, a strange woman. Does she kill the people? Is that her yes. also? Yes. I, I so she has these two metal frisbees that she swings around like a She-Ra character. Oh, that's what Does it is. Does she have those in the comics? She's basically Axel from Kingdom Hearts. Those are called something. They're not called Chakram. That is what Axel has. You need to look up what it is, like flying disc weapon. It's the thing that you... Yeah. It is it is called something. Um, I don't think she has this in the comics. I just don't. I'm looking at pictures of her. She has shuriken. That's pretty much it. I think they just came up with this because they thought it looked cool, which it does. And in the movie, The Wolverine, she has a katana, wait, wait, which is wait, also cool. Wait, wait, wait. You need... 
you need to stop so I can see if I can get this. I've tried to remember what it's called because I know the Misu Sword Fighter fucking has it too. And I'm still I'm like seeing if it will just tell me. Are you sure it's not just called a chakram? It might be a chakram. Let's see. Sure. Oh, it is. It is called a chakram. I, oh my God. Right. After all that. <laughs> yep. Jesus Here, fucking I, Christ. I know you're going to cut all that anyway. Here, I'm going to send you an animation Jesus. of this chakram so you know what it looks like. Okay. It's the same thing that Xena has. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't we think of that? Because we thought about Axel and then Super Smash Brothers and then we got to Zeta. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, she like, can use whatever she wants. This, right. this show's set in the 80s slash 2010s. We don't know which and we'll never know. She can do whatever she wants. Listen, I'm just glad that it was Yu-Gi-Oh that killed them because to me, I wrote down, I think they were killed by a ghost. I'm not sure. Okay, it's Yu-Gi-Oh. She kills them with her chakra <laughs> and it's badass. Oh yeah, oh, but also Hideki sees them die. Yeah, and he freaks out. And he, he starts, starts having crying. like a full-on panic attack and like runs out he, of like, the passenger side and car. jumps into the front of the car, which is actually a really funny I shot. Would, I, don't, I wish Yukio had just killed him because Me he was too. standing between the two of them and for some reason like I don't I don't, I don't know what's understand. happening. Okay, so like I think because okay, so this is really funny. I think the reason is Yukio has to run away to save Logan because she didn't do that first. Because according to my notes, she kills the two Yakuza guys first and then runs back to take Logan off the train tracks, <laughs> which is crazy. Like, she was truly <laughs> taking her fucking time. Like, she was like, I'll kill these two guys. Oh, shit. Logan's over there. Oh, Tideki's gone. I don't think oh, she, well. like, ran up there. I think she just threw the thingies and then, like, from down where they yeah, were. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't know. You're probably right. Like, she threw she threw the shock room on the wit. Thomas the tank engine's coming and he's fucking coked out. He's, like, ready to, like, run Logan over while screaming. And then that's when she runs and grabs him and Asano sees that Logan's about to be hit and Asano thinks Logan is dead but <gasps> Logan isn't there and then Thomas the tank engine's like you got blower what bitch and Asano's like <laughs> Logan and then Logan and then Asano gets terrified by the fact that his two co-workers from the van just show up out of nowhere and they're like hey Asano how are you doing is everything okay? Which is also suspicious. I'm starting to agree with you. Like, maybe this is suspicious. I think they might be working for Shingen. But also, I did like that Asano, he, before that, he's trying to discreetly find Logan by looking at the bushes and screaming, Logan! Wolverine! Are you out there, Logan, who's also goes by the name Wolverine? Logan! James Logan Howlett, are you there? And then they walk over and they're <laughs> like, hey, boss, that. we found you. And he's like, how did you find me? And I'm like, because you were just fucking screaming at the bush. Yeah, he screams Logan like six times. And then his colleagues show up and they're like, hey, Asano, guess you didn't find Logan. Like, how's everything going? I, okay, yeah. And then fucking Asano's like, how'd you find me? And they literally say, we can't explain it. Anyway, look at these guys. They're dead now. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. And they're like, so who did this? And Asano's like, well, they were killed with a blade, so I guess it was Logan. But that's impossible. And it's like, is no one capable of imagining <laughs> that someone else could use a bladed weapon of some kind? It's not even There's like zero detective work happening here. There's CIA over in Japan <laughs> not doing too hot. It's not even the same kind of blade, like remotely. It's like a round blade instead of a straight one. Like, I don't know. I'm not impressed. Okay, I still think that these two agents are evil because then immediately Asano goes back to his office building, opens the door, sits down. He sees that the door opens and he goes, <gasps> and then cuts away. And then he gets murdered. <laughs> yeah, and like the lights go out. The power goes out. The power goes out and we see a zoom in on his eye and mm. like really close. And then it's kind of confusing because then we go to a scene with Yukio and I was like, is Yukio in the same place as Asano? Yeah, that's what I thought too, but it's but not. She's it's not. like she's <laughs> okay, somewhere I'm glad else you were doing too. a sexy Catwoman walk. Yep. And it's like, Ooh, yeah, Yukio. Yeah. 
And then she goes up some <laughs> stairs where she has Logan lying on like her apartment like futon. What? Was that Tina cutely sneezing in the yeah. background? Yes, it was. <laughs> Uh, anyway. I'm gonna leave it in. Um, and then she just sits there <laughs> creepily watching Logan like healing, and like touches his head, and she's like, "Wow, he's gay." Yeah, no. There's like six shots of her slowly reaching towards Logan, and then we'll cut away, and then we'll come back. And mm-hmm. I was like, "There's a lot of shots of her hand moving in slow motion towards Logan's face and not actually touching him. Like, what is she planning to do here? Like, I don't even know. Unclear. I think because she's like, it would be inappropriate to touch him, but I'm fascinated by his healing factor. I mean, you can interpret it that way, I guess. Hold on. This next scene is kind of hilarious to me because I love the opening shot with the koi ponds and we see Shigen doing some like... He's practicing his sword play. Right. In in his little little meditation... Robe. What is it called? I don't know what it's called. It's just a kimono. I don't know. It's a Yeah, I don't know. So he's like doing that and Mariko walks out and she's just like looking at her father who's like covered in tattoos and she's like, what happened to Logan? Hideki said Logan was dealt with. What does that mean? I'm stupid. I can't figure it out. (laughs) And fucking Shigen's just like, it means he's been dealt with and which Hideki literally runs over and goes, screams, Logan got away. And it's like really funny because like that is the extent of this conversation. The scene does not end though because it looks over at Marco who goes, <laughs> and I was like, oh, now she's giggling. And then there's like a really long shot of fucking Shingen and he lifts up his sword and then you hear, Whoa! I was like, what is what is this scene? It was really funny to watch, so but it was funny. like I was like, what? and it goes back to fucking Yukio slowly reaching. For Logan's <laughs> yeah, we're back face. to Yukio who's still slowly reaching for Logan. I don't know. Slowly. Logan wakes up and he sees Mariko, kind of, kind of like the opposite of what happens in uh, the Wolverine anime, right, where he, where wakes he up sees, and sees Jean, Jean and then realizes it's Mariko, and then Mariko's like, "What the fuck?" No, this time. It's like Logan is so stupid. He wakes up and he's always like, oh, Mariko, Gene, Yeah, and, and it's like blatantly a completely different person. And it's like Yukio being like, why are you just screaming random women's names and men's names? And he gets ready to stab her. And Yukio's like, no, that's not a nice way to treat someone who just saved your life. And she goes, you survived that poison and took the beating. And you're clearly a raging bisexual. Don't <laughs> worry, I'm, I'm open-minded about that. She says, don't worry, I'm open-minded, which I love that she I loved said that. Because I was too. like, Yukio is also bi, at least bi. Oh, this 100%. version of her might also be gay, TBD. Listen, I was like watching this and I was just like, man, we're finally making all these queer characters be queer and correct. I'm like, when is Storm and Yukio finally going to hook up? Because it could happen. That was legitimately the purpose. I'm going to talk about that later. But like the Storm is supposed to be canonically bisexual. And so is Yukio like mm-hmm. that. I mean, I think Yukio is supposed to actually just be straight up gay. I mean, I don't know if they ever really thought it out. I don't, I don't know what about it for the anime, but in the comic books, oh, they yeah, have that no moment that she, where she's like, uh, maybe I want to fuck Logan. I'm like, I mean, I understand. Yes, we all yes. do. <laughs> I've done, I mean, that's Logan's real me in power. He's like, yeah. it doesn't matter what sexuality you are. You want to fuck me, Logan. But I'm stupid and I can't figure out like that you're hitting on How me. How to talk to people. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so Logan in this scene is like, wait, who are you? And she's like, I'm not your enemy. You want to save her, right? Mariko Yoshida? Because she already knows everything about Logan and like stalked him and saved him on purpose, basically. Yeah, that's kind of like why I'm like, is she going to 
be the Yukio from the comic books where she's a little evil? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. But she does end up being good in the comics later, too. No, I don't. Like, no, 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 no. Is I it going to take like, her saying, a while? Yeah. Is it? Is she going to do a double, double cross? There's a lot of like, characters here who are not in the comic book, and I have to kind of sort through that. Mm-hmm. But first, we get another shot of Yukio's ass for like a really long time. It's like mm-hmm. up her butthole. I'm like, man, I don't want to see this. Like, I am... <laughs> I am all set. And yep. this is when this is when Yukio does this whole little flashback. She tells her story about her mom yeah, who was an assassin. Yeah. According to Yukio. Ass assassin. Yeah. That's what I say. It, her anyway. mom is also wearing the same cat suit. This is like regulation grade assassin wear. That is a, that is also why I was like, maybe it's just a story about Yukio, but like we can't tell because she hasn't cut her hair yet, and like her mom is not mm. the person that this happened to. I wondered that too. Well, not specifically that, but I also was watching the flashback and thought it was about Yukio at first, and then realized, like, oh no, this is supposed to be her mom. Well, we'll see. Anyway, apparently her mom was refusing to kill the man she loved, which I'm just now realizing maybe that's Yukio's dad. We don't know who that is. Yeah. We don't see that person die. Um, And Yukio says that was the only time she failed just once, but that was enough. Shingen has a low tolerance for failure. And we see this shot of like her mom being surrounded by these guys and Shingen stabs her. Yeah. And it's like a very dramatic stylized shot where again, we don't see like blood and gore per se. We just see like a slow-mo stabbing where she's like, falling in slow-mo and everything i want to know who the who the person is i feel like that's something that will be revealed eventually yeah i i mean there's very little going on on this show yeah so they gotta reveal something that would be nuts if yukio's dad was also shingen i don't think they're gonna do that i i don't think it's that but i don't know who else who else it can be because we've not really been introduced to anybody else who the fuck knows yeah it might be irrelevant i don't know we'll see okay this is this scene is hilarious to me okay this scene is so fun this is a legitimate joke that the the show includes i would say this is intended to be so much because logan gets up he starts ruffling through his leather jacket his dante devil may cry jacket and yep. he's just like he's like where's my phone <laughs> okay, this is crazy this is like when tablets were first being invented and the yes. version of the tablet in this is not it's like so beyond what we ever had as a, even now with an ipad but it's like a huge blackberry with like the full keyboard on it and like flips open yeah and she's like you looking for this and he's like my electronic diary <laughs> and like and she's like, don't worry, I didn't crack the password. And then Logan I know, and picks like, and it I'm up. Spo- I'm supposed to, I thought Logan would not be able to use it. I'm like, I'm supposed to believe that like, Logan can use this. And then he doesn't. He picks it up and screams, computer, find Asano. And the computer's just like, what? No. Okay, his password is the word Logan. Did you miss that? Oh, I totally missed that. Oh, he That's grabs it and he says, Logan. <laughs> and then Yukio goes, "Really? You're kidding?" And I was like, "Oh my god!" The password is literally his own name, which, let's be clear, he can barely remember. Like, I well, I mean, also, I like that he doesn't type anything. He just screams, "Computer, where's Asano?" First, he screams his own name, and then he yells, "Computer, where's Asano?" And somehow, his phone is capable of understanding. That. I know it's Siri, and Siri pulls up fucking a map. And it's just a little dot with Asano, and he holds up the map, and he goes, "Yukio, do you know what this is?" And she's like, "It's a fucking map. Can you not read? Like, <laughs> like it's a map of the city we're in." Like, <laughs> he's like, "Do you know how to find this place?" And she's like, "Again, it is a map of streets." <laughs> Like, what? she's like, so like, <laughs> she's like, I thought this was going to work out, but he's pretty fucking dumb. Yeah. Okay. But then it, then it, then it 
goes to like the the office building. It could be his house, but I think it's office. And I think it's like, an office. I think it's an office. They ring the doorbell like, like nine five times. times. It's crazy. Like, and Yukio is like, doing? I don't think anyone's here. And Logan just uses his claws to open the door. And she's like, Oh, I didn't know you had a key. Ha ha. Well, first he goes, Hold on. I smell. <laughs> That's not his voice in this. It's more no, like, it's not. Hold on. I smell blood and just claws open the door and Yuki is like okie dokie and then we get like a shot of them walking down the short hallway okay it's like a short hallway where they walk really slowly and the guitarists are like I was like what what's the choice of music happening right now like yeah they're like trying to have it be scary but it's like weird anyway Asano's dead but it's playing like devil cry cry riffs so it's like kind of fun anyway so they find Asano sitting at the desk well that's because the battle's about to start and like he's clearly dead and logan's like are you alive and i'm like oh my god <laughs> logan's like asado 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 <laughs> asado's just sitting there so much. yuki like it's like well he died instantly yeah so which i think i feel like she's just being nice i mean we'll never know but that's how i chose to interpret that moment is where she kind of like sees unless she killed asano I, oh, I really want to know who killed Asano because I too. feel like there is like a murder mystery happening here. Like, and like, hey, I'll take what I can get. Like who murdered Sonic the Hedgehog? Yeah, it's exactly like the game Who Murdered Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, inspired by this anime. Yeah, so then suddenly the police show up and they're like, freeze, put your hands up. And Yukio's like, just guessing, but I think we've been set up. And I was like, oh, okay. This show's going to have a plot? <laughs> <laughs> and Logan stupidly is like, you have the wrong guy. And it's like, yeah, well, that's not going to matter at all. Like, okay, Maddie, I rewound this part like six times. Really? I still don't know what happened. No, because like what's about to happen is that like an item flies out and hits a cop in the face. I'm like, oh, did Logan? I think Logan takes a gun and throws it at a guy. Yeah. I don't I think know that's what, he, what does. he does. I like will rewatch the animation three times. They're just <laughs> it's suddenly he's like standing there and like it like bops into the frame. He picks up and throws it. I'm like, where did that just come from? Yeah, I don't like, I don't know. It's not a very it well animated. Like, I don't yeah. know what's happening and like in in the background fucking Yukio's doing like Catwoman flips and cartwheels around the room. Yeah, she does like <laughs> 16 backflips and like kicks everybody to death. I literally watched this fight scene like 6 times trying to figure out what was happening and I I was like I don't I'm so know. sorry. Honestly, I watched it once and I moved on. I was so confused. <laughs> and then they go outside and there's like, all the yakuza's out there suddenly and they're all trying to kill everybody too. Okay, I love Logan screaming this time. The gloves are coming off and he's not wearing gloves, but he pops his claws and I'm like, dude, his that skin like- gloves are coming off of his adamantium claws. Yeah, and that's and Yukio's just killing dudes with her like her chakrams. Her chakrams, yeah. And then Logan flies out of a window and lands on a car and looks kind of surprised that he landed on a car. That part was funny, and I don't think it was intended to be. I also love that he lands on the car and it's like obliterated by yes. it. It's like not he doesn't squish it. He lands on it and it just explodes into a billion pieces. And I'm yep. like that. They jump from like the second story. It was yeah. not that like if somebody. But he's made out of metal, so I feel like it would obliterate a car. I don't, Much like I, a penny falling from the Empire State Building, as we've explained, Logan oh falling God. on stuff kills. But this is from like the second story. It would have like put a dent in their tops, but no, the car's destroyed. And then Yuki jumps out and lands perfectly next to him. Yeah, and perfectly. It's really funny. And then they just continue their conversation without a pause, I, yeah, which I is which also is so funny because it's like a smashing explosion is happening as Logan is going calmly. <laughs> <laughs> kind of makes you wonder how'd everybody know we were there 
<laughs> I, like, oh my god, he does say that. He's like, he's like, how did they know we were there? Because <laughs> like for the second time we have been set up, which yeah. I said before, but you just weren't listening, I guess. But then Maddie. <laughs> What happens? We cut oh to a beautiful Bishonen laughing. So bishy. This He's beautiful, standing on a rooftop beautiful laughing. Boy laughing. Why is he on a rooftop? It's like it's off for, a, I don't know, it's like three minutes. He's of just it. been standing there. Did this guy kill us all now? It's three minutes of him going, ha 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 And it's like a slow motion of his hair w- yep. blowing yep. in the wind. He's like, ha 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 It's such anime nonsense. It is. I and he's like, like what well, is well, well, if it isn't Wolverine. And in peak fighting form. Yeah, this guy's gay too. He wants to fuck Logan. I've been waiting for this. And Logan just stares at him. <laughs> like blankly in like the dumb Logan way where he's like, I don't know what's going on. Nothing is inside my brain. <laughs> it's typical. And then fucking. The guy shoots a blade out of his hand and Yukio's in the background. He says like, his name That's is Kikyo. Kikyo Mikagi, one of Shingen's deadliest assassins. Oh, yeah. She says it, not him. You're right. But this is Chainsaw Man now. And then Logan goes, really? Which is also a funny thing for him to say. Like, Okay. What? Also, then Kikyo goes, so, Logan, it's just you and me. And I'm like, Yukio's also here, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really funny. And like, Yukio's like, wait, am I here or no and kikio's like it's you and me i can't hear that buzzing in my ear and he's like uh, pushing so her off much. screen and logan's he's like, like i don't see it, titties bitch and then it's like then we do that thing again that happened at the yep. end of the last episode and they're gonna do it like on every episode claw marks it's like claw marks everybody's over everybody's face dramatically it goes on for like a full minute it's like colored pencil drawings snick 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 yeah, it's just like Moros. It's just like I was like, and then the song what? comes in for the ending, and we get to see the moon a bunch of times, and <laughs> that's kind of how that is. I don't fucking know. And this show is not good. It's Ryan, really fucking bad. It's not good. It's like I, so- you know, I'm kind of like pre annoyed. Well, annoyed's the wrong word. I'm I'm readying myself for the fact that next week's episode is called Kikio. I'm like, we just met this fucking guy. <laughs> And he gets a whole episode. Like, who is he? His whole deal is he has samurai swords in his hands. That's it. Uh, Maddie, I don't think we're going to, I don't think it's going to be explained. I think they're just going to fight him because. He's probably going to die because he's not from the comics. So it's probably going to be like all the characters, Martian Rat from the X-Men anime, where we were like, oh, these guys have cool powers and they just die because they're not from the comics or anything else. Yeah. I don't understand what the fuck that is happening on this show. Like, I, yeah. What? Who operated on this guy to put the samurai swords in his hands? Is he a Weapon X? prototype of some kind i think he might be a mutant i don't really know oh he's a mutant according to the fan wiki he's a mutant okay well that explains so that. then why didn't they bring him in first because nobody else is going to be able to fight logan wait what is the plot of this show because i don't <laughs> understand what the end game is like what what's going on like at least with the x-men anime mariko's been kidnapped ryan mariko's been kidnapped <laughs> and logan's got to get her back from her dad and her dad is bad and she's yeah. betrothed to a man is that the plot because like what's happening in this episode i think that is i think he's gonna fight a series of he-man characters until he gets mariko back but then at the end she's gonna be like i'm not really that into you and then it's gonna end <laughs> and then she turns around and like makes out with yukio instead that'd be a good ending it would be a good ending yukio's like i'm here because i have a crush on mariko i ship it they haven't even spoken yet and i'm in favor of it i, like, I mean that's just because it's gay mariko deserves better and yukio seems like a person who like has a reasonable head on her shoulders. Like she's been able to accurately understand what's going on yeah. scene to scene, which is more than we can say for Logan. <laughs> 
or Asano for that matter. I mean, Asano got killed just running after Logan. I don't even know like if I like this version of Mariko more or less than the one in, the, in Wolverine and the X Men because uh, the one it's of tough. Wolverine the and the X Men was X-Men. like she's like, listen, I have to stay with this man even though i don't have to stay with this man and i can't be with you logan i was like what is happening i don't know this is kind of different because this version of mariko is like i want to be with logan but i can't even though i'm an adult woman and i'm like i i kind of get this but like you really can't just leave and also asano kept being like oh we gotta nail shingen but he keeps not breaking the law and i'm like well can't you convict him of kidnapping like what (laughs) like this woman is being held here against her will yes she's his kid but she's a legal adult. He has no claim to hold her there. It's just a weird show. It feels like no one is capable. This of is like, like that 80s, like typical. Yeah, like female character gets kidnapped. Anyway, it doesn't matter. What are you going to rate this episode? I, I guess if I have to give it a rating, it's like one out of five X's because nothing fucking happens in it. It's not I mean, particularly entertaining to watch either. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I liked the Yukio stuff a little bit. but That's like, the one. That's That's the one. That's the one. It'd be less than a one if she wasn't in it. But like, <laughs> we don't usually give zeros. But I, we might. I, I don't know. This show might. This show might bring us I there. Know. It's like it's pretty silly. I I would like to genuinely know if there are people who enjoyed the show and like what their thoughts on it was and like why they liked it because maybe it gets better for all I know. But like you know, I don't think so because again, it's not as well reviewed as the X Men anime. I know people were talking in the Discord about how the X Men anime was the best one. I don't think we're going to get any listeners who were like, "Really, I love the Wolverine anime." I just don't think that's going to happen. Well, maybe maybe we do, but and if they happen. do, I genuinely want them to write into us at themeanages at gmail and tell us what they liked about it. Because like I, I would appreciate that perspective. Because right now I'm just like this. It's easy. It's an easy watch. It does not take a lot of brain power for me to watch to take notes on this. I don't have to write down any quotes like I typically do because the dialogue is generally pretty bad or like it's just Mariko gasping. I mean, I did write down the quotes this time, but it didn't take me any time because there's actually very little dialogue in this episode. It's mostly shots of cars and trains and like Logan getting put in the backseat of a car. <laughs> Initial D music. Yeah, I mean, not a lot happens. Um, So do we want to... Yukio reaching really closely, reaching in slow motion to Logan's, Logan's face, face and just being like, I don't know if I can reach him from standing next to him. This is not interesting to me at all. And I just, I don't know if it's going to become interesting. I don't think it will, but <laughs> but I do think that Who's That X-Men might be a little interesting. So let's do that, shall we? That's right. I think it's the only one we have for this entire show. Yeah, this might be the last <laughs> one. <laughs> oh my wait, God. what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's try that again. Wait, wait whose else is that? Would there be? I don't think, that, I think it's just Yukio because we've already done Silver Samurai and Mariko and I think we've done Shingen, I mean, right? Yeah, unless they like introduce new characters on the X Men ninety seven episodes or something. Like by new, I mean characters who haven't previously appeared. I mean, I I didn't mean for the entirety of the mutant ages because the gifted has a whole bunch of characters that we can. Oh, you just there. mean for Wolverine and the anime? Yeah, for the Wolverine and the anime, I think it's just going to be Yukio. I don't know. I mean, so they could surprise me. I mean, I was not expecting Scott to be credited in two different episodes, but like here we are. Yeah. I can't, I'm honestly excited about those episodes now. Me too. I would not typically be excited about Scott, but I'm like, why is he the only character from the X-Men that gets to be there besides Logan? It's an interesting. It's very interesting. He's going to show up and be like, you need to come back to the X-Men, Logan. I miss you. Jean sent me. It was definitely her. Oh my God. And Omega Red. Anyway. Okay. So we, we do about Omega Red because his fucking tentacles are in the opening. Like, who's repeatedly. that? Who's that X-Men? X-Men. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. 
Yukio. It's Yukio. Yeah. Tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. There's actually, she sadly has not been in a whole lot of ex, like Marvel stuff. Like, Yeah, she really hasn't. I mean, she was in the Wolverine movie as we talk about constantly. Yeah, this is, I mean, she has potential to come back. But here, we'll just quickly go over her conception where she was created by Chris Claremont and Frank Miller. And Wolverine number two, 1982, uh, she was originally conceived as a love interest for Storm. But editor-in-chief Jim Shooter mandated that no same-gender couples could be depicted in comics during his tenure at the company. This turned into me going down a rabbit hole researching if Jim Shooter was homophobic or not. (laughs) I mean, I think it's fair to say that he was, just based on this one piece of information that we have. No, listen, I think ultimately the answer was no. I think he, because he was apparently very strict about a lot of things. Because of what the comic codes authority would allow. Oh, so it wasn't really up to him. It was the comics code and him being like, they're not going to let us do this anyway. So maybe or like uh, maybe he was just concerned that if they started including same sex couples in the 80s when gay people were being marginalized. But that's like weirdly the time period when you would think it might have happened, because especially if it was like right before the AIDS crisis, because it was like things were kind of getting better in that time. And then there was pushback again. I mean, I think this is part of why this almost did happen at that time, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, Chris Claremont and Frank Miller were trying to push for it alongside Kitty Pryde and Mystique and Destiny and other characters of that time period. Yeah, I mean, all this stuff is sort of there in the background, even if it's not explicitly stated. Yeah, and I, I was also reading what other people thought about the situation. I, I hate Reddit, but I wound up on a Reddit thread where, honestly, a lot of people were back and forth about it. Like, readers are like, I don't know. We can't tell. He was really strict in a lot of ways. Um, I'm like, I think it's just where comic books were at that point in time and what they could get away with. And if they had released this character for Storm, who was pretty beloved at that time, and if it would end up hurting the X-Men brand, maybe. It seems like there was a lot of marketing decisions that were made here, ultimately, by Marvel that wouldn't allow it to happen. So, like, I don't know. It It was very complicated, and I don't think I got my answer in terms of, like, was he homophobic or not? I think that maybe he wasn't willing to take a risk to make it happen during this time period because it was the 80s. Because even think about now where it's a far more liberal time for comic books and, you know, it's still taking a really long time to out a lot of these characters. Well, at least until like recently, Krakoa came along and fucking like they've just given up on like letting people be straight. They're like, no, this is stupid. Why are we still doing this? Everyone's gay on Krakoa. Yeah, which is part of why I'm like, well, things have really changed in this era. And some of that is Marvel leadership changing. Yeah, like exactly. So like, it's just, it was interesting to go down that rabbit hole and like, just kind of be like, I don't, I I don't think there's enough information here to support whether or not he was homophobic or if it was really just like marketing and editing Mm -hmm. bullshit that was happening in the world with media in general. Is this guy dead? Why are we, who is this guy? Jim Shooter? Yeah, let's... He's, like, a really famous, like, editor-in-chief. At... Let's let's contact him. All right, he's 71. I'll shoot him an email. And I'll be like, hey, man, <laughs> yeah. are you homophobic? Are you homophobic? Because <laughs> you're, you're just going on and on. You're like, I, I can't figure it out. You know, let's just ask him. Let's... Uh, well, let's All stop right. beating around the bush. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Brad. <laughs> uh, anyway, the, the point being is that, like, it could be, like, it's that time. I was going to say with Golden Girls, they did have gay characters on the show, but the original Golden Girls unit was five people and there was a gay man in the pilot and he was supposed to be a main character but they kicked him too mm-hmm. honestly i think it's just because it didn't work as well but i think it was a risky time to 
to start including gay characters because of all the fucking backlash that was happening. Because even if like you're like, oh yeah, things got better by the time, like no, the backlash was still fucking happening well into the '90s. I mean, think about, but I'm a cheerleader, which plays on a lot of those plot lines where they're like, yeah, people are getting kicked out of their homes because they're gay. You know, like that shit is like legitimate. That movie's awesome. I showed it to Dina for the first time very recently. Oh, I'm sure she loved it. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the X-Men first encountered Yukio when Wolverine was dealing with Shigen Yoshida over Mariko. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Yukio had been working for Shingen and was tasked with killing Wolverine, not whatever her mom was going to do in the anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, but instead, she decided her she was she was horny for Logan and had a crush on him. So she aided Logan in Shingen's defeat because Logan was just like such a sexy man. Yep, that's right. That she no longer needed to be a lesbian anymore. <laughs> um, yep. These are some very silly comics. I've read these very recently. Continue. Yeah. 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 I feel like I want to go back and read them right you now should. while watching this show. They're really silly. You should read them. Just pull them up on Marvel Unlimited. Oh, yeah. Uh, during Wolverine and Mariko's wedding, Viper and Silver Samurai poisoned everyone during dinner. Logan smelled the poison and stopped Storm from drinking it. But pretty, pretty much largely, the X-Men were affected by it, except for Rogue and Yukio, who are unaffected by the poison, which I thought was an interesting. Yeah, it's because they're they're both gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you're gay, you have a natural immunity to all poisons. Um <laughs> Together, they went after a Viper and Silver Samurai, who had planned to assassinate Mariko. Uh, Yukio posed as a decoy, disguising herself as Mariko to lead them away from her. Um, and then Storm's powers went out of control, so Yukio knocked Storm out and into the nearby bay, and then they hung out and were really gay together. This was supposed to be the beginning of their romance. Didn't happen. And during that time... This is what happened, but my translation is that Storm developed a huge crush on Yukio and decided to start dressing like Yukio Mm -hmm. and cut her hair into the mohawk that we know it is now. And like the look that that has sort of been like Storm's gay punk rock look that she's kept on and off since the 80s. Yeah. All, All inspired by her her one true love, Yukio. Yeah. It's a very cute concept, which is part of why I'm still kind of rooting for them. I, I think it's possible. I think it will happen. I really do. Uh, Yukio later teamed up with Logan to fight Ogin. Uh, Yukio also developed a rivalry with Gambit because they were both trying to be sexy cat burglars, stealing the same object. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, after the death of Mariko, Wolverine sent his adopted daughter, Amiko, to a foster family. He later found out that the parents were abusive and only just interested in taking the money as foster parents. So Wolverine basically stole Amiko away and brought her to Yukio to raise her. Uh, This adoption was under the protection of the Silver Samurai because, like, Logan and the Silver Samurai basically decided to be buds after all that bullshit. Mm -hmm. I remember we talked about this. It was either on, like, the Silver Samurai app. I think it was the Silver Samurai. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of crossover here. Because this is all familiar. Yeah, Yukio trained Amiko in the martial arts that she was trained in, and she was surprised to find out that she enjoyed being a mom to Amiko. She was like, I don't know. I always thought I was a lesbian that was never going to have kids. Like, that was kind of her Mm -hmm. perspective. But that's... Kind of like a cool queer storyline where it's like sometimes queer people end up with kids through other means and are still a parent. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Sabretooth later hired Omega Red and Lady Dastrick to kidnap Amiko and Yukio fought them but was severely injured and left in a wheelchair. She begged Logan to kill her and Logan refused to do that and he saved Amiko. Uh, during the arena story of Extreme X-Men, which again was written by Chris Claremont, of course, Yukio came back and she had been healed. I've talked about this particular story in the Mutant Ages 
multiple times where Storm is cage fighting mm-hmm. alongside Yukio and Callisto, gay. and it's all extremely gay. <laughs> it's like really gay. Like it's those three characters specifically. Like, and all three of them are really gay, <laughs> especially when written by Chris Claremont. Yep. And as like, yep. it's just. I mean, like, eventually it ends up with Storm, Yuki, and Callisto taking over the arena. And, like, they're all wearing, like, sexy leather outfits mm-hmm, and, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thro- I don't know, like, gyrating against each other in the <laughs> cage match. And there's, like, a bunch of drag queens there. Like, it is the gayest. I don't know. It's, like, whenever Chris Claremont writes something, it's not straight. It's, like, <laughs> so far from he it. He doesn't know it's how. Just, he simply doesn't know how. You no, know, I appreciate it. And that's fine. <laughs> So anyway, Yukio and Amiko were later taken by Helverine, a demonic being who had taken over Wolverine's body to kill the ones that he had loved. Yukio was kind of tricked at first and was attacked by the Helverine. Amiko came home from school just in time to save her. This put Yukio back in a wheelchair, which is just like what? hilarious in its own right. What a comic book thing to have a character who I know. like ends up not being able to walk. Oh my God, it's just Xavier all over again. All I, over again. The way that comics approach disability is fucking ridiculous. I, anyway, go on. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, so Yuko later on starts running an illegal nightclub in Osaka and like War Machine showed up and is like, I need to know about these tech-based ninjas. And she's like, listen, I need this business to stay afloat so I can't be telling you shit that like is going on here. And he's like, well, I'll come back with all the Avengers. Then, then, then what? And she's like, fine. There's like a guy over there you could go talk to. That was kind of like the last time we saw Yukio. And it's like, well, she's been in a couple movies. I forgot she was in Deadpool as well because it's totally different version of her, but she's also in Deadpool. I, okay, 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 okay. I am going to go ahead and say that is not supposed to be Yukio. I think like, yes, she has the name Yukio. And then somewhere along the lines of Wikipedia just decided to link those two characters together. I do not think. Well, because this here's here's my counterpoint is that Negasonic Teenage Warhead is also a completely different character in Deadpool as well and has different powers. And Yukio was at least at one time a queer character and they needed to find somebody for Negasonic Teenage Warhead to date. So I think at some point she was the Yukio from this version and then things just kept changing and she still has the name Yukio. She's still an Asian actress playing her. Yeah, I, I don't know. I So in that sense, I'm like, yeah, I think it is the same Yukio. It's just that it's also not, and it doesn't really matter, you know? Like, whatever. I, yeah, I mean, it's a Deadpool movie. Who gives a exactly. shit? Like, honestly, I, I don't but know. But also, I wouldn't be mad. Uh, Shioli Kutsuna plays plays her in Deadpool 2. I wouldn't be mad if they kept her and just changed the character, but I don't know that they're going to do that. I mean, she is she is in the next movie. Yukio, that is. Yeah, wow, you're right. She's going to be in Deadpool 3. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I think they're all coming back. I think they got. I think they have Domino and Cable, like which is crazy. That is crazy, especially since Cable is also Thanos. But don't worry about it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like this is not official. I think. I listen. Deadpool three is obviously going to result in Deadpool being in the MCU. I know. It's but just like, like really I don't think funny. any of these other characters will be. I think these are going to be like the final round of the Fox characters, and then. Except for Deadpool, who were she's still just gonna be there because it's Ryan Reynolds being like, "I'm Ryan Reynolds. I'm playing Deadpool today. Can you tell the difference?" And we're like, "Sure, Ryan. <laughs> That's what you call acting. You're cute. We like you. You're funny. That's fine." Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Anyway, that that version of Yu-Gi-Oh, very different. Basically, just like a cute girl with like two lines in the movie who's dating Negasonic Teenage Warhead. She also has like powers to charge things with electricity. We don't understand why it wasn't Surge from the X-Men comics, but whatever. Yeah. Anyway, The Wolverine, still a fun movie. 
still something we say almost yeah. every week while watching this fucking anime. That's oh my god, I feel like that's gonna be the takeaway is. is that like every single episode we're gonna be like, Well, that was sure was an episode of something, we're not sure what. Go watch the Wolverine movie instead. Yeah, and enjoy your episode about it. Okay, wait, hold on, Maddie. I'm looking at the names of like Okay, all the episodes for this anime are names of people. I know, I know. All of them, all of them. except for one that's just called Hell Road. Okay, that's stupid. <laughs> Why? What is that? Okay, let's talk about who's gay really quick cuz I'm I'm hungry. I want din. The gay yukio is gay hideki okay yukio is gay there's a lot of gayness in here actually here's the thing yukio is actually not gay i'm just saying that because we know her character is gay and i want to talk about her but she's not depicted as being gay in this episode except for the one line she has to logan where she's like you're a mutant well i'm open-minded which i think you could read into potentially yeah i think so too. and i choose to do that but i for now she's not really well and she has short hair and she's very intense which we're gonna say makes her gay <laughs> but there's not a lot to go on hideki and what's the fucking other guy's name Ki- Asano? oh oh kikio yeah, they're gay yeah i forgot I kikio <laughs> they're gay like well they're they are queer they are villains so gay. gay like so gay that i'm like i don't even i don't know where to start hideki is again filing his nails, screams gaily while hopping out of his car. <laughs> He's like, I'll take care of this for you, honey. He like, talks about how Logan looks sexy while he's lying ass up on the ground. Like, it, he just is a gay man. And like, that is part of what is predatory about him, which I don't like. I don't like that either. But that's like old school queer coding. However, I'm sort of excited for Kikio because I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? And like, this beautiful Bashonin that is clearly dating Cloud Strife. Yeah, that well, guy. Okay, but also we talked about this a little bit with Asano being kind of like a Nick Fury type and how there was like a Japanese woman who was essentially Moira McTaggart in the X-Men anime. This guy is basically Japanese Sabretooth. And I think that's cool. I like that they've just continued doing that. They're like, we invented a guy. Wait, is it though? Or is it going to be like, I think is he, he going to die immediately? Well, I think he is probably going to die. But I also am like, this guy has a healing factor. He's got swords in his hands. Very adamantium. He's clearly already obsessed with Logan. Like, clearly he's going to be the saber tooth, kind of. You know, like, I, I, I mean, get well, Logan's like, I, I, I don't remember who this guy is. Who is this guy? But he never knows who Sabretooth is either. That's true. So I feel like he might have a flashback while he's fighting this guy and be like, wait, did I date this guy? Fuck. You know what's hilarious is that we don't know what Sabretooth's relationship to Logan is. It still has not been explained. I know. I'm still working on that Disney Plus pitch. Um, Guys. Got it. Do you do you remember? <laughs> did you remember X Men like not X Men Origins, but they did the like, Wolverine Origins comic book that was like yes. supposed to be like yes, which I read. Yeah, like when they came out, everyone's like, it's a big deal. And they were like, this character seems like they're Logan the entire time, and then the big reveal at the end was that it was Sabretooth all along, and Logan was like this random guy in the background who was annoying. <laughs> and they were like, isn't that crazy? And you're like supposed to think that's a satisfying <laughs> ending to a comic book? Yes, I do remember that. Why did they write that? Why did they write a really long extended backstory about Sabretooth? And then they were like, remember that one character in one panel? That's Logan. <laughs> and we're going to call this whole shit Wolverine Origins. 
It's fucking stupid comic. Maddie, you're like so, clearly so mad at that comic. It's book bad. Still. Look, you don't like it either. No, I, I feel like I want to rewrite that because I feel like your read on that is not exactly what happened. Okay, okay, you need to read it because I will. I will I'll reread it, but I just feel like I feel like the memory you're having is not entirely correct. But I think you're right I that it is like stupid wrong. twisty bullshit. But so. it is. It is a twist at the end. I read that like once when it came out, and I was like, "This is bad." Please, and, like I erased now, it from my I memory. Am, I am, <laughs> that came out in like 2004 or something, like that era. That's how long it's been since I've even picked up that comic book. Okay, Ryan, your homework. We're clearly done with who's gay. Your homework for this week is you need to read all of the 80s era comics about Logan <laughs> in Japan. Yeah, and then great. you right also need to read this comic, the Wolverine Origins comic. It's not going to take you very long because I read all of those before we did um, the Wolverine movies. Remember? Because I talked to you and taught about them. Oh, right. Right, right, right. So yep. I that's, that's the era that I was reading them. I don't think I finished reading all the, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! comics at that time, but I did later. Uh, and then I talked about that when we did, like, the Wolverine movie. Well, we're we're, we're starting a new petition to make Yu-Gi-Oh! gay in Krakoa. Yes. So she okay, can but finally we should do the Storm. That yeah, People right? That. I mean, like, it'd be nice if, like, Storm's up on fucking... Morocco or whatever trying to lead them and you could like hey you want some help yeah you and... want me to be your queen yeah right be cool that would be fun why not anyway plug time all right well we, we can wrap this up uh we made this this podcast episode longer than the episodes even worth being talked about so there's that yeah well we always <laughs> manage to do that uh, an hour 15 that's actually pretty short for us honestly right um, so mutantages.com, that's our website. We've got every way you can contact us. We're on every form of social media at the mutant ages, except for like the new crazy Twitter competitors. We're not on those yet, but, uh, every other one, all the main ones were at the mutant ages. Yeah. I have not, I've not seen any of those social medias take off yet. So yeah, there's like hive and blue yeah. sky and I don't know what they're all called. Anyway, I'm on blue sky at Minnie Myers. I, and I'm on all the other ones. I've not gotten a special invite to Blue Sky yet. So Gita gave me one. I'll give you one, Ryan, when I get one. Okay, okay. So, so, so anyway. Where, what, where what are, are, are you, Ryan? Where are you all? Did, over did you even say like where they could contact us? Like on the mutantagesgmail.com, the PO box, the phone oh, number, and all that stuff? I forgot that shit. Um, I'm That's hungry. important. The email address is the mutantages at gmail.com. Our Discord server, we have a link to that in the right-hand sidebar. You should join the Discord. Please join that. Please. There's been some great conversations They're legitimately there. And we've been, been told. We've even been told that that people like the Discord. <laughs> in the Discord, people have been posting that. Yeah. So that's really important. It's, it is a really very much a safe space. There's, like, honestly, everyone's very supportive there. So Very judgment-free. Yeah, and that's the way we want to keep it. So. Very sweet. We also have a voicemail inbox, which is 1508-319-1668. And a P.O. Box, which is P.O. Box 3344, Natick, Massachusetts, 01760. Ryan, I already said I was at Mitty Myers on social media. Where are you? Everywhere. I mean, I'm pretty much Ryan Pagella everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. I don't know if you can. Yeah, I think if you Google or if you search YouTube, you can find Ryan Pagella. Because that's not the channel name anymore. I changed it. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. who knows? Anyway, but I think you still can find it by the search terms. So that's one way you can do that. And also the Mutant Ages has a YouTube channel, which surprisingly and shockingly is called the Mutant Ages. Yeah, that is shocking. Uh, um, yeah, right. Mostly because it's exactly the same as every other title that we have. That's right. And you think maybe kinda, we would change strange. it up, but it's actually no, not. Nope. We're not. We're not getting tricky today, everybody. <laughs> 
but if you want to go watch some other videos that we've made that are about the X-Men and the games that are like X-Men themed and us trying to play them poorly, you can go over there and watch those. And sometimes we do stuff with the whole Mutant Ages team, like live streams where we're reading like unpublished screenplays about the x-men are doing yeah, fundraisers do you can watch someday. all those you know. those are hilarious todd's on there yeah. rise on there Katie's katie's on, on there. there all good stuff so i definitely recommend go giving that a subscribe so you can make sure you catch uh, a video when it releases mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. we do have to catch up maddie and i are behind in terms of playing video games but eventually we will hop into the next one so go do that mm-hmm. and there's a ton of videos that like there is no shortage of content but if somehow you've listened to every episode of the podcast, you've watched every YouTube video, you've followed us on social media, you still want more and you can afford it. Patreon.com slash The Mutant Ages. There is so much more for you. There's bonus episodes. There's behind the scenes stuff. There's bloopers. There's goofy videos of Ryan dressed up as Sage when he was like a teenager. Great shit <laughs> on the Patreon that is only available. Dressed up as Sage. It's literally me taking true. like my Zelda t-shirt pulling down down or past the shoulder putting on red sunglasses and going hello i'm sage okay like, it's a great cosplay it. it's perfect in every way yeah, um honestly that video is really funny anyway it's on the patreon please 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 become uh, a paying subscriber we appreciate it so much uh and you can listen to all of our bonus stuff and check it out. Um, our highest tier Patreon supporters get a shout out on the show, though, is the thing. That is true. I don't have any fun voices this week. Yeah, I feel like we need to hear Kikio's voice more before we can make fun of it properly. Yeah, well, I mean, he's got a whole episode, so. Did you know that Steve Bloom voices him? As in, Steve Bloom, normally the voice of Wolverine? <laughs> That's just hilarious. I, know, I don't isn't know why that, that crazy? happened. Like, why did they do that? Oh, my that? God. Anyway, who knows? Well, this is like a really weird version of Wolverine anyway. And Stephen Bloom's like, that's not Logan, but I'll do this other dude. <laughs> yeah, this other really gay guy. Anyway, <laughs> shout out to Steve Bloom. Yeah, well, actually, real shout out to Samuel B and Soren B for being our top tier Patreon supporters. Thank you so much for supporting the show. We yeah. really appreciate it so much. We, we appreciate do. all of you. We really, really do. And we appreciate those of you who can afford to support the show because we know every single one of you is going to leave a rating and a review of the show, and also share the show with your friends on your personal social media. We love that. We love to see it. We do. We do. We appreciate everything. We appreciate the whole world. All of our <laughs> listeners. I'm hungry. <laughs> Me too. I'm hungry. I need to put some fish in my mouth. Uh, that's a weird thing to yell, but that's in fact <laughs> what I'm going to cook tonight. Thank you, everybody. This has been an episode of The Mutant Ages. Pluggy's not here, or Cloaky, so that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll see you next time. See you next time. The